Testing. 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 Boy, Welcome back to another episode of Blooming Grill. And Gabby Ari, where's my peeps to back me up? Welcome back, Blooming Grill, y'all. Long time no. Long time, yeah, long time no here from us. Um, but today is a very special episode, and we are really excited to be doing a collab with our new friends all the way from Alberta. But I'm going to let them introduce themselves. And they're from the Let's Talk About It podcast. So without further ado, drum roll. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm Paula. And I'm Olay Jeru. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Let's Talk About It podcast. Yes. I don't know. That actually kind of sounded like our intro. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so actually just tell us like one quick fun fact about each of you and then we'll do a little icebreaker. Ooh, fun fact. I don't know if this is fun. It's actually kind of basic, and it, but I'll just say it because it came to mind. A fun fact about me is that I have held a koala. Okay, wait, that's not the one I was going to say. That's not basic. That's actually pretty cool. I was going to say that my favorite color is purple, but then I like opened my mouth and other stuff came out. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, above a fun fact about Paula. I mean, I don't know if this is fun, uh, but I, I speak two languages, I speak English. And Spanish. Well, more so like fully speak English, half speak Spanish. Eh, no, uh, what? <laughs> fully speak Spanish, half speak English. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's fun, but that's me. That's fun. That is fun. <laughs> um, Ari, you want to take it away with the icebreaker? Well, you know, we have to be consistent. Icebreakers are my thing. So, ladies, um, do you remember learning about the mean, median, and mode in school? Yeah? Okay, good. So, yes. I'm like... Sorry. I'm like nodding my head <laughs> and nobody like, can no see response. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. I do remember. We're going to have a little bit of a throwback. I moment. went to school in Colombia. I don't but- know. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to give instructions. Um, okay, cool, I kind cool. of always wanted to be a teacher, so I'm just going to really capitalize on this moment. So I'm going to give you both a set of numbers. I'm going to ask you to order them from least to greatest. Once you have done this, you can identify the middle number. If you happen to have two numbers in the middle, add them up and then divide by two, and then you can give me your answer. And uh, <laughs> does that this seem is too pretty- early for math? But I'm like scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> I literally went on Google and Googled um, grade five mean, median, mode questions. So I'll repeat the steps one more time. So I'm going to give you a set of numbers, and then you're going to order them from least to greatest. Once you've done this, identify the number that's in the middle of that set. If you have two numbers in the middle, um, you can add them up and divide by two. And honestly, it's not a big deal. This is just a small little activity. 
I'm only going to give our lovely ladies from the Let's Talk About It podcast a number set since you guys, you know, um, are new to the podcast and we... Olegeru's <laughs> face. Okay, so your number set, Olegeru, is five, <laughs> two, nine, 21, 12, and three. Okay, and then Paula, your number set will be three, 13, six, eight, 10, five, and six. So, you know, just take your time and then we will reconvene. <laughs> I'm but so you're thinking gaps on. <laughs> so we're just supposed to do mean, median, and mode. Um, you can just do the the mean. Oh, I can do the mean. Okay. Yeah. And then Paula, you can do the mean as well. So just the one that's in the middle, and if you have two numbers in the middle, then divide by two. And then this time. I'm at median. I'm at median. Okay, I was like, is it mean you add them all up and then... Oh, median is what we're doing. Median, yeah, the middle. Okay, okay. Um, Also, we're just going to plug right here that this is actually part two to part one, which is on the Let's Talk About It podcast. We will link everything and um, you can find them on Instagram as well at Let's Talk About It podcast. But they did part one, and we were with them. We talked about the truth about God's plan. And so this is part two. So you need to go, like, before you even continue listening to this, just head on over there and listen to part one, because then it'll make a whole lot more sense. Okay? <laughs> okay, ladies, how are we doing? Good? Mm-hmm. You can share your answers. Honestly, like, it does Yeah, let's go ahead. So, Olegeru. What is the median? Yeah. The median is 14. Excellent. Very yes. good. Paula, what was the median for yours? Mine is seven. Good. Okay. <laughs> that <No>. was. <laughs> what did you say? This the pause that you took in there, I was like, oh no, I got this no, wrong. No, no, I have to look. I have a little sticky note here. Okay, so I do all that to say that um, sometimes identifying the median is easy. Other times it requires a bit of effort to work through it and identify the middle. So some people, you can just, if you have a number set, you can just order it and the one in the middle is right there. Other times you have to do some work, add and divide by two. So um, like Jay said, today we're continuing a conversation we started over on our lovely ladies podcast um, with our good internet sisters who are here on the call with us today. Um, we were talking about the harder par- parts of this Christian walk that we tend to shy away from. So like Jay said, before you continue listening to this one, go listen to theirs. We will know if you've listened. Don't be a fake. Go listen. They're amazing. It was a great conversation. Um, we already got you guys to give us a fun fact, but I actually want you to introduce yourselves one more time by telling us how you would describe yourself in four words. Forwards. Um, I think I'm funny. <laughs> um, I'm very patient. I'm very thoughtful. And I don't know a four one. Hmm. What would your friends dis- use, like give a word to describe you? 
If it's not I one you describe me in one word and I will give you the last word I will describe you. With. <laughs> That's a cop out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't even really listening because I was like trying to think of my own words. But I think you said you said patient, thoughtful. And funny. And for, oh man, those are the ones I would have probably said. Um, let me think. Can I say insightful? Because I think insightful and thoughtful are two different things. Like thoughtful is like you think a lot, but insightful is like you actually have such a unique way of getting to perspectives on things that I think isn't like very, very nice. That's a very good word. And I feel like anyone who's insightful is a top tier person. So mm. oh, Paula, <laughs> Woo! insightful babe. Okay, Leisure, your turn. Um, I would say empathetic. Um, I would say energetic. Um, oh, I had a third one that was just right there and ready to go. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I would say like not free spirited, but like free <laughs> if that makes sense free not free spirited because that implies that like i just kind of go with the flow and do what you know but i don't do that i'm like very structured in that sense but free in terms of like i love to have a good time i don't really care that much about like how i'm behaving i'm just like me in a sense freely me i, love that. I don't know oh that's, like, i love word. that yeah that's what i would say i don't know about a fourth though paula so I like your suggestion. Would you use another? What would you use? <laughs> um, hmm. What is a fourth one? See, there are too many. <laughs> I think... Like, I want to say thoughtful again, but like more like in the sense of like Alejo thinks a lot about the other person like you know what I mean like sh she cares a lot about others I guess caring is I a like better that. word <laughs> you guys are such wholesome people wow thank you so honestly, cute <laughs> honestly we, we haven't known you guys that long but I would agree that those words are pretty accurate from what we know nice. okay thank you so much for entertaining my nonsense um, if you couldn't tell already by the icebreaker and the title of this episode, this podcast is all about the middle. Um, we spend so much time talking about the small beginnings and the triumphant endings of various seasons of our spiritual walks and life journeys, but less is said about the quiet, often frustrating middle periods. So ladies, my question to you is, what is your middle? What is something that you're waiting on? Um, my middle. Right now I'm waiting on school. I am on wait list for this program that I applied to. So I'm kinda in this in between seasons, ready to move forward. <laughs> but also just trying to, to, to live right now. I would probably say the same thing, which is kinda funny because like before this point, I was waiting to hear back from school, and now I'm waiting to start it. So kind of that like weird 
oh, like almost, but not yet, but yet, if that makes sense. Um, and just trying to go through all of the, the thoughts and emotions and questions that kind of come in, in that space of trying to prepare without knowing what I'm preparing for. That's good. What about you, Jay? You always pick on me. I was going to pick on Gabby. <laughs> um, I am really excited for this episode because honestly, I just like realized, I think we all know this anyway, but like, I think for the majority of our life, we're going to be in a middle season. Like the reality is we go from season to season and the Bible did tell us that like no one stays in one season forever. And like, if, if you just look at a year, just nature gives us a perfect example that you go through four seasons in a year. It's kind of like the same with life. And so in every season, there is a in your transition period, you're waiting in the middle or like even sometimes in the middle of the season, you're waiting in the middle. So kind of funny, like I think before I was waiting to finish school now I'm done school and now I'm working and I'm in this weird place where it's just like I'm waiting on God to I guess like waiting or wrestling with waiting with God to speak to me about like what my next steps are going to be because for me I want to see I would love if God will drop to be like this is what you're going to do but God doesn't work like that a lot of the times you just have to kind of take it one day at a time. And I think I've, I've been seeing this constantly on like YouTube, social media, maybe because God knows I need to hear it. <laughs> but people are just talking about um, the idea of like purpose. And even yesterday I saw someone posting about purpose and assignment. And like sometimes you get so caught up in just like wanting to know a big picture, like a purpose picture. And then we lose sight of actually tapping into the daily assignments. But God leads us to the bigger thing with the daily assignments. So I need to do good in my season now, just like being satisfied going to work and doing the best I can there while waiting for God to show up to actually lead and guide me to my next step. So that's where I'm at right now. Lady G. Similar to what Elijah and Janelle said, I'm. I feel like I'm transitioning. I've transitioned from being in the middle of waiting for, um, or maybe not Janelle. Sorry, Elijah, waiting for an answer. Um, like for me, so I was waiting for clarity about what my next steps were regarding my um, program and where I would be in my final year. Um, kind of like my apprenticeship and just like not having any peace because I just didn't know what my future held but now I have clarity about where I'm going but I don't necessarily have clarity about how that's going to turn out and so I'm just waiting like I know where I'm going but I don't know how I'm going to get there and how it's going to how that journey is going to look like um I feel like that's where I am now but also just like on the grander scheme I feel like I'm just always in the middle of where I want to be or I mean who I am and where I am now and where I want to be <laughs> and who I want to be um which kind of speaks to what Janelle was saying how we're on a continuous journey of always being in the middle um just from season to season because God 
he doesn't call us to stagnancy. Like he always wants us to be continually growing and bettering. So we're technically always in a middle season. So yeah, that too. I love that. Um, I like that the you guys all kind of said that, yes, you have your own personal middles, but we always are going to have some sort of mi- a middle transition period. I guess I would say my middle or what I'm waiting for is one clarity and like direction, um, but also like waiting to see answers to prayers. So the small beginning is God speaks a word and I, and the word, and in that small beginning, there is a picture of the triumphant ending, but it's like, okay, what were like, okay, God, like kind of left me hanging on a cliffhanger. And so just waiting to see prayers answered. And I think like, regardless of who you are listening to this, we all have some prayers that we have prayed that we are still waiting to see answered. And you may not relate to us in terms of school or like direction and assignments, but there are, I'm sure if you think about it, some prayers, you know, um, that you're waiting to see answered. And I think like, I don't know, I just remember as a kid, I never really was taught about like waiting on God or waiting well and like I kind of just grew up and I was like okay what the heck am I supposed to do and am I doing this wrong or right um so that kind of like segues into what I wanted to ask next which is what are some common misconceptions that you guys kind of have been fed or seen about waiting like it doesn't necessarily have to be as a Christian or just like waiting in general like what are some misconceptions that or are there misconceptions maybe they're not Ooh. Good question. I think what comes to mind is kind of even my own expectation of what waiting is supposed to look like and how I would almost even say that the past year has been, I think we always, I think like we've been talking about, there's always waiting at some point in every year that we do. But especially this past year, I think for me, something that has been a key theme has been that idea of wait (laughs) um and so in this past year what I've been learning on that idea is that I used to always kind of think okay well waiting comes and waiting goes and so I'll do the time I'll wait the period and then I won't have to wait again for a very long time like everything will just happen and then when I reach the next stage of my life there'll be another you know, time where I have to wait for something and then everything will happen. So like if I can just get through this this one time and do do the do the necessary like <laughs> the token waiting period, then I can just get through it and the rest of the year will be fine. But what I've been learning is that you're always waiting for something. And um the idea of okay, like I'll take school for an example because it's just like the most very like the freshest thing in my mind right now it's okay so I waited after I submitted my application and then I was like okay once I just once I hear back it'll be great like once I hear back it'll be great and then I heard back from them and was able to like do the interview stuff and then I was like oh my word now I have to wait again to hear back like what they say so once I hear back it'll be fine I'll be all good everything will be together like all the years I've been praying for this thing like finally it'll be over and then I hear back and I'm like okay now I have to wait to start okay what (laughs) so there's always something to be waiting for and um I'm I almost don't want to talk about this because I think Paula will touch on it, but something that comes to mind is the idea of that's why we have to focus on the now because otherwise we'll be waiting forever and never enjoy the things that we can enjoy in that 
moment um, that we have. And so I've been really trying to refocus my gaze and yes, have hope for the future, but look for the things now that are able to be celebrated. Um, otherwise, you'll just be waiting forever and then it's never enjoyable. <laughs> wow. You just dropped a bomb. Like, that was good. That was good. You woke up and chose facts. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but no, like you're right. I was going to touch on it a little bit. I think over the past few weeks, especially, I have kind of realized... Um, that is good to have goals. It's good to set um, goals. Like, God puts certain things in our heart for a reason, right? And we work towards that. But um, I have realized that we can't just wait to be happy until we get there. Like, we gotta be content. And I am not saying by any means that you, you can't throw a tra- tantrum here and there because we, we, we gotta feel we're human after all. Uh, but I think we gotta be content where we stand in the present moment. We can't just wait until we get there to be happy because maybe when we get there, there is something else that is in our heart that we want to achieve. So will we ever be happy? Um, and the reason why I say that is because I was still in Malaysia. Um, so I started biking last year and when I first started, um, it was hard for me because I was completely out of shape. So I would go around the lake once and I would be so out of breath, completely tired, like horrible. Um, and now like I'm so much better, like I'm a, in a better shape. And I, like, I'm nowhere. I, I got frustrated with it the other day. I was like thinking about it. I was like, why does it feel like I'm not going anywhere with this? Like, And so I had to think a little bit about it and I was like yeah like it's good that I have a goal but like I I should be able to celebrate where I am right now but because it's definitely not where I was a year ago but I don't like that's the thing we don't see those things because we want to get there and so we think until we get there I won't be able to be happy yeah I really like what you guys said um it's so true like I think sometimes we I'm just going to echo, basically, that you get so focused on what you want or the what you're waiting for that you lose sight of the now. Not only are you not happy in the now, but like you're not being productive in your now waiting for your future. And I think that's so sad. And like, I had to check myself because I found I was guilty of that. And I was like, I don't want to ever, you know, lose sight of what God has for me now waiting for the future and and not only from like a spiritual perspective but you're missing out on the beauty of life and like enjoyment and things that you can you know do in this season of waiting when you're so focused on waiting that you're not productive like it's just so funny because I don't know I don't feel like I was ever taught that or like you know, growing up, I just remember, like, people like, I'm waiting on something, and it's, like, you never really saw what they were doing while they were waiting, it's just, like, I'm just waiting, and it's kind of, like, you're just still, and it goes back to what Gabby was saying about stagnancy, like, you're not just supposed to be, like, okay, I'm waiting, and just, like, <laughs> you know, like, God's, like, okay, cool, I'm glad that you know you're waiting, but what are you doing while you're waiting, um, and, yeah, I don't know, like, it's very good. Did you have anything to say, Jay, or Gabby? Gabby just blinks at me. <laughs> Um, honestly, no, I, I agree with everything that has been said. I think it's, it's what you were saying, Alajur, about the fact that we lose sight of the now is honestly so true. And I think 
we can all say we've been guilty at some point of doing that. I've definitely been guilty. I'm, I think I was talking to this with someone, but like I'm the person who I'm constantly looking forward or I'm looking back and looking back, not in a good way, <laughs> but like I'm constantly looking forward or looking back and I'm never just like stopping in the moment and appreciating, you know, where I am right now and where God's brought me from. So, and that, that's not, like, it's good to plan and it's good to have goals and it's good to have, a, you know, a dream, or, you know, an idea of what you want to do, but to always be planning ahead and never actually being present in your now, I've, that, that's not great. I, that's not great at all. So, and I've lived that. So I totally agree, but I've, there's just a few scriptures that, the Bible has a ton of scriptures on waiting and it's definitely not quiet on it. So it's weird that I think oftentimes we may not hear messages in church that really just talk really raw and openly about this, but the Bible is really clear. So actually one that stood out to me was Lamentations 3, um, verse 25. Uh, it says, the Lord is good to those who wait for him and to the soul who seeks him. So one, God expects us to actually wait for him. And he's good to those who wait for him and who expectantly seek him. Then there's Romans 12, 12. Constantly, we should be constantly rejoicing in hope because our confidence is in Christ and steadfast and patient, no matter what we're going through, um, in distress and devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. That's just talking more about, I guess, our attitude in waiting or attitude in living as Christians. But then Galatians 6 verse 9, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time we will reap if we do not give in. Which is encouraging because sometimes we can get tired of doing, you know, what we know we're supposed to be doing or tired of waiting. But it's encouraging to know that we need to persevere and we will reap what we sow ultimately. So, and then Psalms 40 verse 1, I waited patiently and expectantly for the Lord and he inclined to me and he heard my cry. So there's so many more, like so much more verses, but those are just a few that talk about waiting and being patient and how God sees the people who wait for him. Um, so these are all different scriptures that you can maybe, you know, quote over yourself or like encourage yourself in times when you might feel like, I don't know, discouraged or just like tired we all get tired at times. I think it's good to just, you know, use the scripture to encourage us because we're all human and we're all going to have days when we just don't feel like doing what we know we should. So, yeah. Um, I like that you brought up the verse about let us not grow weary in well-doing. Um, like that is talking about tiredness, but I think that verse kind of is a good point to look at because we should assess what our attitude is while we're waiting because you know god like we may come across to others that we're waiting well but god sees our heart right so you know you may be in your heart you're like hurry up speed this process up god but god sees your attitude and if you're not waiting well how can he bless you with what you know he what he has for you and it's like your heart is not in the right place so it's i think i've i've definitely i think i know i've definitely had to be like okay let me assess my attitude what is my attitude um I found this really nice scripture because I think um, we know the biblical definition of waiting or Jay just gave a few verses there, but I really like the idea there's of God waiting too. I didn't know this was a verse. I was just listening to um, uh, like a, what's it called? A video 
of Lisa Harper, someone on YouTube, she was just sharing her story and she brought up this verse and I was like, what? I didn't know this was, this was in the Bible, like God waiting too. So I'm going to read Isaiah 30 verse 18 um, in two translations, the King James and then the message. Um, so it says, therefore, will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you and therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy upon you for the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. I was like, oh, the Lord will wait. I was like, maybe I just read that wrong. Let me read it in a different translation. So the message says, but God's not finished. He's waiting around too to be gracious to you. He's gathering strength to show mercy to you. God takes the time to do everything right. Everything. Those who wait around for him are the lucky ones. And I really like that verse because sometimes like for me, I'm like, God, what's taking you so long? Like, you know, but God is waiting for the correct moment. He, I like, I really like that it says he's gathering the strength to show you mercy. Um, God takes time to do everything right. And then there's a setting, like, um, a saying, sorry, that they say, like, anything that's worth something will take time or, like, be, I don't know, I'm saying it wrong. Worth having will take time or something. So I'm like, if God is taking long, that's kind of encouraging because he's gathering the strength and he's taking the time to make everything right. And, you know, I really like that it says those who wait around for him are the lucky ones. So we're blessed to be able to wait on God. The longer we wait, it's a blessing. He's creating a perfect blessing. And the longer it takes is the more strength and faith that we can build in that season. Um, And then I have a question. I think we already talked about it, but how do you wait well? And we kind of talked about attitude, but like... Is there anything that you've been told or anything you can remember, any scriptures that come to mind? Like, how do you wait well? Or like, in this season of your life that you're in, how have you been waiting well? Or have you been waiting well? (laughs) Have we? (laughs) Good question. I don't know. That is the question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that you jumped into that question because I was literally just thinking to myself that a lot of the issue or like a lot of the difficulty with waiting, especially for myself, has been what do I, cause we know that we're supposed to be doing something, but it's what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and I think that has been the difficulty in waiting well, because we know, okay, but this thing that I'm believing God for this thing that I'm trying to strive to, I can't do it myself. So I actually do just have to wait. Um, but in that, in that time, I, I, I feel stuck. I feel stagnant. I feel like I'm not moving forward. And so then the waiting period can just become really, really, really frustrating. Um, and something that kind of came to mind while you were sharing that verse, Ariel, was the idea of waiting as a period of expanding capacity. And um, just sitting and thinking like, um, <laughs> just sitting and thinking what in my capacity right now, for some reason, God has decided that I need to sit in this place, that there's something that needs to be worked through, something that needs to be thought through, something that needs to be reflected on or or um, some skill that needs to be gathered for why he hasn't yet allowed me to step into the place that I think I want to be stepping into. And so asking that question, how do I, ex- what, what is, ex- um, what, how do I expand my capacity or what is God trying to expand my capacity for, um, has kind of helped me in thinking, okay, so, um, maybe I'm, I'm not at, um, at the point of starting the school that I want to be starting, or maybe I'm not at the point of starting the business that I want to be starting, but what are the things that I, that I don't know right now? What are some of the things that I would like to actually 
<laughs> know for when I get there. Oh, well, I don't really know how to make a business plan. So I have this huge dream about doing this business, but I don't really know what it what are the nitty gritties of that plan? Let me do some learning on what does it look like to have a business plan? Oh, in a business plan, I need to know what budgeting is. Hmm. What are my finances like? Hmm. Maybe I need to learn how to manage my finances before I decide to go out and like manage the finances of this business that is supposed to be proclaiming God's goodness to people. Um, Hmm. So like if that's just like a very, um, I guess, a very general example. But I know for myself in particular areas, there's been things like, OK, let's just let's just put it out there. Relationships. Lord, I want to be married one day. OK, cool. That's great. But um, Oleju, do you know what your communication style is? Hmm. Do you are you able to understand that your identity is actually genuinely rooted in me first? Hmm. I mean, yeah, like I know. Oh, interesting. But like when they come across like do you are you changing yourself are you um trying to be somebody that you're not in order to make another person happy hmm okay so maybe this waning season actually is less about them like me trying to get to where i'm trying to go me trying to get married and more about uh me knowing okay god who am i okay god who are my friends okay god like how are we working through um the relationships you have put in my life and um i was trying not to go there but like it's so real guys (laughs) no you better go there sis you're preaching to the singles someone someone is ministering like someone is being ministered to honestly like 100 yeah it's just it yeah so it's just like important to ask ourselves like god isn't holding I always think like it's easy and waiting to think that God is holding something away from you. God, why won't you just allow me to have it? But it's he's holding it for you so that when you are able to hold it, when you are strong enough to have it in your hands so that it doesn't drag you down to the ground or break your bones as you hold them. um, He wants to make sure that you've developed the strength you need to carry that, to carry that thing and to carry it well. So that's all I'll say on that. A leisure. Wow. I love that you just you just shared that because that's the the general essence of what you said is what I've been working through personally recently. Just the fact that beyond um, how we feel in our humanity, that God is withholding the things that we desire, the things that we strive for, the things that we aspire to be, whatever X, Y, Z, beyond that human emotion is the reality that God is holding things for us. Like, and there's purpose in this season. It's not just because he's some tyrant and he, he wants to torture us or he, he's, you know, like taking pleasure in our suffering and our frustration. Like he has a bigger purpose for our seasons of waiting because he intends to develop us in that season. And he, he intends to teach us things in that season. And if we are so like passive in our waiting or we're so like, um belligerent and we're so um like we're we're resisting and we're angry and we're frustrated then we miss all of that and i was reading um james 1 verse 2 and 4 uh this week actually and it just changed my perspective so much and and this is in the message it says consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith is forced into the open and shows its true colors. This is the part. 
where I was like, you're right, God, you're right. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work in you so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And that's precisely what our, our struggle is. We're so anxious to get to and not willing to continue in the process where God really has like the most purpose. It's not about the, the end goal and reaching and achieving and having. It's about the process. Like that's what let's talk about podcast in our first episode, our precursor to this episode um, was talking about that whole entire process. Like what's the purpose in our process? And I feel like when we're so goal driven, not necessarily that goals are wrong, but when we're so focused on the outcome, we miss the beauty and the the purpose of the process. Yeah. So it sounds like two different things, like one, waiting and the actual process of waiting will actually refine us. And two, actually, it's also like a protective factor for whatever we're actually stepping into in the sense that if we aren't where we need to be, we can actually, I like, I love what you said, Elijuru, about not being ready like you're use an example of a business plan but this really applies to everything else but if if you don't have the skill set for what you want to do later on then if god were supposed to just drop it in your lap that would be a complete disaster and we forget about that so so if people waiting on a spouse people waiting on so many different things it's, it's worse with people honestly it's honestly worse for people <laughs> because you're waiting on relationships but if you aren't where you need to be and God was supposed to just drop that relationship or drop that child and you weren't prepared. You didn't actually allow God to refine things in your character and get you to a place where you are actually equipped to handle the blessing. Then that's where we, a lot of trauma stories happen. And that's where a lot of, you know, bad relationship stories happen because people were walking outside of God's timing. Didn't want to wait. Didn't want God to work on them in the season. And then ended up in situations that could have been completely avoided. And so I, I love that you touched on that. And also like, yes, Gabby, true. Waiting in the, the process of waiting itself really does um, draw things that God will be speaking. I've personally gone through this many times, but even right now, it's like in my season of saying, I want to get to this point, maybe in my career, or I want to possibly do this. When God was like talking to me in my own quiet time, he was like, well, actually, the reason that you want to do this is not right. So I don't think you should. But it only came with actually surrendering and talking to God about it. And in that season of waiting, I was actually, I, I can say I was waiting well because I was taking it to God and saying, you know what, Lord, here it is. Like, I don't, this is not where I want to be in my life right now. But I'm giving it to you and X, Y, like I just had a rant session, let's be real. <laughs> I ranted to God and he was just like revealing things to me like, this is, this is in you, this is in you, this is in you. You have this insecurity. This is not like, and then it was like, okay, wow, I get it. Like I can fully get why you would not want me to have this right now and my intention is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would not have gotten to that point if I hadn't stopped and be like, you know what, like, I'm actually just going to listen to what you have to say and take my needs about where I want to be to you. So I think you also have to like talk, go to God in prayer and have that, that aspect of vulnerability saying, you know what, Lord, 
laid out. This is where I want to be, or this is my plans, or these are my questions. And but God, I don't necessarily need answers about why I'm not there yet, but I need answers about what in me that needs to be worked on or what in me needs to be fixed, kind of thing. I love all that you just say, Janelle, and I totally agree with you. And I think that's one of the hardest things for us to do as believers, and is to check on ourselves, because <laughs> we think we're good, right? Um, and I'll take what Olaju was talking about relationships as an example. I also been in the place of like, God, I just, I just want a relationship. <laughs> um, and then God is like, okay, well, are you ready to be this and that and that? Like, oh, because I'll be like, oh, I want a relationship and I want it to be this way. And he's like, okay, well, are you ready to be that for the other person as well? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, it th like what you are expecting from the other person, he should be able to expect from you as well. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> but like, it takes work, right? Like, and so you have to sit down and it's hard, it's hard to do this, but it's like, okay, God, what is about my heart that I need to change? What is, what are some of the habits that I have that are not good for me or things like that? And I think another thing that is a problem is that in the waiting, just because we don't see anything moving, we think God is just chilling out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not doing anything. Um, and I can definitely assure that one time I was talking to him about that. And I was like, God, like, it just feels like you're you're no movie. Like, what are we doing? And, like, all I could picture was God with his hands full of dirt, like, working hard behind scenes. And, like, he was like, seriously? <laughs> and I think that's the thing, right? Like, we think he's not doing anything because we don't see ourselves moving anywhere. But, like... We also have to realize that he's working behind scenes and he's not working just on us, but he's working on those who are going to be there when we get to that place. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that. Wow. Yes, because I think, too, in waiting, it's we we are we only can see what's for us in front of us. Right. And um and we don't realize that actually the place we're going is going to also involve other people and sometimes it's not even just us that is needs to be worked on like yes we do but sometimes it's not even us sometimes the lord has to be also preparing the people that we are going to meet in that place and sometimes they have other things that need to align in a particular way so that when we all get there we're ready and i think about like even this our our relationship here guys between let's talk about a pod and bloom and grow and um we have talked a lot about our stories and how when we but when we crossed when we crossed points when we reached out to each other we are always mind blown at how god has aligned um our our meeting and our stories leading up to our meeting and so it's like if we had reached out too early like if we had just been like oh like when we first saw you in january if we were like oh my word like we need to talk to these girls now it wouldn't have been as great a meeting, I think, because we were all in very different positions. Um, and now, though, when we did actually reach out, when the Lord was actually like, okay, now it's time for you guys to send them that DM, slide into their DMs and, <laughs> and, um, and get to know them. We talk and we're like, 
oh my word, look at what God was doing this whole time, months and months and months ago, a year almost even ago, um, to get us to this point. So it's not just about us. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, literally, the perfect representation is this whole collab and this whole meeting of us like, guys listening, you don't even understand the this is only a God thing. Like, let's just say that it's only a God thing, period. It just could not have been anything else, but it had to be because we were waiting with God's timing. Like, trust me, our podcast was not supposed to necessarily happen when we, like, I had a different idea for when I wanted to do things, but God realigned it. So did they. They had, like, different plans, and God realigned it, but he realigned it on the same path that we're on so that we would both meet each other at this time and be able to have this conversation right now. Like, it's crazy. It's like, we are mind blown every time. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm just like, if you guys listening could see our faces, it's just like nodding, smiling. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, my, my face actually kind of hurts right now. Um, but like, I'm just like everything you said, like each one of you said something and I'm just like, wow, this is a gem. Like I have my phone here and I'm like trying to like type really quickly what you said or like highlight the verses that you mentioned or just like so good. But when I had thrown the question out, how do we wait well? Um, I remembered the verse or the scripture about the children of Israel at the Red Sea and God said, stand still and, um, see that you'll see the salvation of the Lord. And this week I was like, okay, waiting well looks like being still and standing, but does it? So I pulled the verse up again. Um, it's Exodus 14 verse 13 in the NLT. So context is Moses has the children of Israel. They're leaving Egypt. They face the Red Sea behind them is the, the Egyptians. And they're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, and then uh, Moses says to them, um, Moses told the people, don't be afraid, just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The, the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. And I think that we've read that verse wrong. Actually, I know we have because we're like, okay, just stand still. And like that comes back to being unproductive and being still in our mo in our time of waiting. But I was doing some studying and the actual Hebrew word means to let go. And I thought that was so interesting. We have been standing still when what we should have been doing is letting go. And when you truly let go, you can stand still and rest that God is working for you. And I just like the idea of letting go because it ties into what all of you are saying. You have to let go of that need to be in control to understand that God is going to perfect you. We don't, we want to be so in control of ourselves and our emotions and we want to be independent and we have, the, we want to feel this agency and we feel hopeless when we surrender to God, but we need to let go and let God be God. And then we can let go of the emotions. Like Jay was saying, letting go and ranting to God, like, you know, God, this is how I feel. These are the insecurities I have. Letting go, like Apollo was saying about wanting to be in a relationship and let go of the, the desire to have someone when you're not ready and let go. All of it comes back to letting go. We have to first let go and then that's how we can wait well. Um, and I just thought it was so interesting because it's like the one verse that we've been using to or that I've been using like to um, get this picture of waiting. Well, I was seeing it wrong. But at the same time, when you understand what it means, it's still the very foundation of how you wait. You have to let go first. And I was like, wow, this is just mind blowing. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's all I to say. Plug your song. Plug your song. You know what came to me? Let go. And let go. And let go. Um, Just let go. Let go. Um, PJ Morton, let go. Soon as I start, I start worrying. 
Worrying how the story ends. That's applicable. I'm like, yeah, like, like, Sing it. Let's not have a <laughs> <laughs> That's when things start happening. <laughs> okay, Elijah, you wanted to say something? No, I just said I was encouraging. I was feeling it. I'm like out here, like boffing, like yes, girls, yes. Um, that is, I'm sitting. No, guys, this is my real time mind blown. Like it's seeping into my brain and creating new neural pathways and connections moments because. Let's think about that for a moment. Wait, like when it says, um, you know, like stand still and all the, the core of let go. And oh, because there, I just think about that idea again, it comes back. I don't know. Hands are like a big thing for me. And so thinking about the idea of sometimes when you're holding, um, when you're holding on to something super tight, um, you, you aren't, your fist is closed. Like you aren't able to receive it. And, God says, like, in that idea of letting go, right, we're opening our hand. It's an act of surrender, but it's also readying ourselves to receive what the new thing is going to be. And it's an act of active choice. Like, it is an exercising of our will. We have to choose to allow ourselves to open our hand. We have to choose to wait to keep it open, to allow God to put it in at that right time. And we have to choose to receive it again and to hold on to it and go to that next place. And so there's a lot of action involved in that act of letting go. Um, And I think that just ties in so beautifully with that idea of, okay, we don't just like standing still, we kind of conceptualize as, all right, I'm just going to chill, God, like when you're ready, let me know. But but it's actually more active than that. And wow, I'm going to be going back to that verse because wow, there's a, there's a lot there. I think as Elijah was speaking, I kind of got the picture of like holding on to a rope or holding on to something with weight, right? And I think in both, like when you let go and when you're holding on to it, you're in both scenarios, you're still, right? But only on one of them, you get to rest, really. Because when you're holding on to it, you're not really resting. Because oh my gosh, egg. I have goosebumps. Say it one more time, Paula, for those in the back who didn't hear it the first time. Again, go again. <laughs> yeah, so when you holding on to it you're not really resting you are still but you're not resting because you're holding and you're 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 putting effort and you're putting your energy onto it so it's not until you let go of it that you really get to rest that's a word that's a word duh (laughs) you guys really said let's talk about it duo like that was just a tag team power ministry right Hallelujah. there. Hallelujah. Wow. part one and Paula came with the part two. And ooh. Yes. <laughs> they literally said assistant, pastor, and pastor. Like, right? Uppercut. Wow. That is mine. That is honestly, yeah, I have goosebumps too. Like, that really is profound because the Bible, yeah, we, we just take the standstill and we just go with that. But wow like first of all we need to let go and second of all when we're holding on we're not getting any rest and the bible says that we should be waiting in a restful manner but also expectantly so we're we're also supposed to expect god to be moving and the idea of expectancy also means to me anyway you're not just sitting around doing nothing like 
I don't I don't see someone being expecting God like for something to happen just sitting around chilling like I see you actually continuing to live out your day-to-day life with expectancy saying you know what God you got this but you let go like you have to let go like how can you hold on and be expecting something and be at rest like we're trying to do too much like we're really just trying to do too much God is really clear wow that is amazing guys 10 out of 10. Oh my goodness. I As you were just talking, Jay, I remembered about expectations and what that looks like. I'll give us a little bit of a story. So I ordered some glasses from a website called iBuyDirect on May 24th, okay? Ordered three pairs of glasses. And it was so funny because like after all of this, I was reflecting, God really used this whole story to speak to me. So I ordered some glasses on May 24th from iBuyDirect. The order went in, then I got an email with my order number um, and said, you can expect your package in seven, five to seven business days. Here is the whatever tracking number. So May 24th is when I ordered it. I go on, t- on May 25th with the order tracking number and it says, okay, processing your order. And then I went back on the website, I think like three days later, and there was no update since then. But knowing that there was no update, every day I still went to the mailbox. I was like, I don't care what the website says. They're wrong. It's here. It's here. And, like, it was so funny to the point, like, our dad was like, what is wrong with you? I didn't tell him what I ordered. I just was like, I need to go to the mailbox. I need to go to the mailbox. He's like, it's not here. And I was like, I know it says that it was sent on or processed on the 24th. He's like, you need to go back to the confirmation order. What does it say? And it's like, it's your order is still being processed. In my head, I was like, order still being processed. It's delivered. I don't care what that website says. It's delivered. And like, I would check every day. And like, God was using that to, to show me like, why don't you match your same energy when it comes to waiting for me? Like, you have the word and it says that, you know, your promise, your whatever is being processed. My word is that promise there. And you don't come to me with that same expectancy time after time waiting for the things in the mailbox. And it was, I found it so funny. I was like, they didn't even send me an email that was shipped, but every day I went to the mailbox thinking yeah, it was you there. You were a psycho. Like, I was like, Ariel, did no. they send you a shipping thing? No, no shipping. The thing has not shipped from China. Why would it be and- in the mailbox? <laughs> It literally, and the, the joke of it all is it ended up taking like three weeks for it to come. And then I got an email. It's like, we're experiencing some delays with your order. And I was like, I know it says they're experiencing some delays, but I'm still going to check the mailbox because they're lying. And God was like, why can't you match your energy and have the same level of expect expectation when it comes to me? Like you put so much faith in man, but you can't put that much faith in me. And I was like, wow, God, like okay, you're right. It's so true. And ever since that story, I'm like, I'm trying to match the expectation with God. I'm like, God, your word says it. And I've realized that sometimes you have to go to God with the word. Not that he doesn't know what he said, but just remind him of his word. According to your word, God, you said that if I don't lose heart in due season, I will reap. So I'm coming back to you with your word, God, and I believe, and I'm going to continue to expect. And that's kind of what I've been doing since the whole glasses situation. I was like, look, the glasses came the same way you're going to come through, Jesus. I just want to say, like, as you said that, I just remembered. I think me and Gabby can, I think we can all speak to this, but um, I think there may be people, and like, I've been there before, and I'm sure we all have, where we maybe hesitate to show that same level of expectancy because we've had disappointments in the past. So, disappointments happen when our expectations don't actually match what the reality or reality is. So, 
we've all had the experience of probably believing God for something or, you know, had a crazy moment where we were just like, I'm, I'm standing on this and maybe it didn't happen. But we were learning that one, God's, God's time is not our time and his plan is not what we would have planned. And we have to be able to accept the things in life that maybe don't go as we thought would or what or how we prayed for it it didn't actually manifest that way um but you that shouldn't stop you from continually expecting and continually standing on the word the reality is if we are praying scripture and you're praying god's word it will come to pass his word has no other option but to fulfill that what it says like it, it has to come back to him and it has to actually accomplish what it sets out to do that's just that's just how it works. So if we are praying scripture, we just have to trust that, you know, God is working it out. He is working it out. And it may not be the way that we think. It may not be in the time that we think. But if you have been there before and you're discouraged by previous experiences and you're like, well, I did this before and it didn't turn out that great for me. Try again and keep doing it again because God's word does not lie. But also just remember that our perspective is so limited like God sees the bigger picture <laughs> God sees the bigger picture so you know I'm encouraging you as I'm encouraging myself because sometimes it's hard to step out again and expect things when maybe previous disappointments have like you know hindered your maybe your faith or your expectation ability I like that you said that Jay because also like the past week I was listening to um, a podcast, a pod, blah, 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 blah. I cannot speak English, a podcast <laughs> called In the Light Podcast by, um, Dr. Anita, I forget her last name, wow, this is bad. Anyways, she was just sharing her life story and just talking about the fact that, like, as Christians, oftentimes our needs bring us to God, and so then we have this expectation that God is always going to meet our needs, and that's like, you know, that was the foundation of our relationship, and she was sharing, like what you said, Jay, disappointments are when expectations aren't met. But yes, I think if we have the foundational expectation that our relationship with God, um, God, the expectation will always be that he will change us for the better. If that's a foundational expectation, you'll never be disappointed. Yes, your need may not be met, but you should expect God will always change you for the better because he loves you. And I think that goes back to our whole talk about understanding who God is, getting to know him, getting to really fall in love with Jesus and know that he will never let you down. So if you understand that he will always change you for the better, it may hurt, but he's never going to disappoint you when your expectation is he'll always change you for the better. And then when that's a foundational expectation, you can then have that crazy faith and then fall back on that foundational expectation when you're disappointed because God didn't let you down. He was changing you for the better because he loves you. So many nuggets of truth not even nuggets at this point what is it like the whole rotisserie chicken like the whole glistening delicious oh my god rotisserie <laughs> chicken <laughs> that's all i have to say to that wow okay i guess like so go ahead ari okay um, I guess the last question that I would have for everyone is because we've all talked about now how God changes us in our waiting season and how um, a lot of the times it's a refining process or um, whatnot, then if each of us could share maybe like one thing that 
in this current season of waiting that you have overcome or maybe you've been enlightened to one area in your life that you need to give more work to. But yeah. And take it away, Gabby. I haven't heard your voice in a while. Oh boy. Ah, one thing. There are many things, but one thing definitely I have just, God has been teaching me in my season of waiting is to relinquish control, the need to be in control, the need to know all the steps, how I'm going to get from point A to B, the need to take ownership of the way my life is going and just submit all of that control to God and just leave it in his hands. Because like Ari said, if once you believe that, well, for, once you love God and you believe that he loves you, um, you can rest in that and you can trust that anything that he has, that he intends for you is truly best. His ways are higher and his thoughts are deeper. His plans for me are better than what I can imagine for myself. And you can't get there until you truly love him, until you truly trust that, um, trust in his sovereignty and trust in his authority. And that's where I am. I'm just really, God is just taking me back to the basics. Like, why am I so uncomfortable in this season of waiting? Why am I so, having such trouble releasing and relinquishing and surrendering? I don't trust you, God, truly. I don't really believe that you know what's best, that you love me enough to give me the good desires of my heart. And when my heart's desires and your desires don't match up, um, at it, it's like a point of, of reflection. Like, am I truly going to trust in what God says and what God has for me and that it's better than what I have for me? Or am I going to choose to you know, take the reins and do things in my own strength. And that's where I am. I'm, or I'm overcoming that. And now I'm just resting in God's sovereignty because that's the only place that I have peace is in God's sovereignty. Because the minute I'm striving and the minute I'm trying to think things out and trying to reason in my ability, I'm restless and I am discontented and I am fearful and I am anxious and just, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. God's way is it's harder but it's more rewarding it's harder on the flesh like it requires more humility it requires submission um it's definitely not a passive thing um but it's rewarding and there's peace and there's joy in it and yeah that's what i am overcoming thank you for sharing that because literally your words are so linked to what I wanted to say. And it just makes me feel like, okay, we're all doing this together. We're not alone. <laughs> um, what I wanted to say was um, the idea of what I've, I guess, I think I'm, I'm going up the hill, you know, like sometimes overcoming is a, is a hill and I'm, I'm working my way up it. Um, and one of the things is the idea of do God is like, do you trust me or not? Like there's no, there's no, oh, I sort of kind of trust you, but like I, 
you either trust me or you don't trust me. So pick one and walk in that. And so that's kind of where um, I've been in that idea of sitting in the waiting too, is that idea of, okay, God, if I trust you, then uh, it all just connects so beautifully for me. And that's why I think my head is like going in circles with the idea of, um, standing still as letting go and when you're in one of them when you're still and you're letting go you are resting and rest has been a key word for me this month um and how they all just are really really interconnected and the last thing i'll say is the song um, by maverick city and elevation worship wait on you and just the words of that song um the specifically the parts where it's like i've tasted your goodness i'll trust in your promise i'm going to wait on you and i think there's i've tasted your goodness which is that reminder of God has been good to me. Like, I know that I can trust him because of what he's already done. Um, I'm trusting your promise, which is, okay, I know that in you've given me this for the future. So I'm going to have hope. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to choose to trust you that you will come through again. And in the middle, I'm going to wait on you. I am making that active decision to wait now. Um, and I think those are kinds of the things that I've been working through. I definitely have gotten better at it or um, I guess have improved, had made progress in it. Definitely not perfect and there's still a lot ways to go. Um, but those are kind of the key things that that stand out to me. Um, I think for me in this season of waiting, more so in this past week, um, I have learned with God that that peace that makes no sense is a gift from Him. And but I mean that that what I mean by that is, um, I was struggling because, like I said at the beginning, I'm waiting on school, right? And I told uh, Olajuwole a few days ago, I feel like I'm at peace, like I should be worried, and I don't know if I, me being at such peace of means that I just gave up on it, that I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, and then I had to go back to God and he showed me, well, no, it's not that you don't care. It's just that you are chose, you have chose to be content where we are right now. I know we're about tomorrow. So I think that's, that's, that's huge for me. Like that idea of like, okay, like that piece doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means that he gave it to me. And I'm choosing to live in the present rather than worry about the future. Oh my goodness. Wow. Great points. I'm just like, like you said, Elijah, I'm just like, ah, it's all settling in. I think for me, my biggest thing has been wrestling with impatience and truly waiting and waiting well. Um, those who know me know I'm like very... I need to be, like, busy or not busy, but, like, I'm always, like, I don't have ADHD. I'm not going to say that. But, like, you know, very energizer bunny type energy. Um, And I already, like, before with impatience was something I struggled with, like, not related to spiritual things. And then in this season, it's like, okay, I'll wait for you, Jesus. I trust you. But there's a limit and there's an expiry date to my trust. And God's like, that's not how it works. You can't, like... You, like, it's, you need to trust with no conditions, unconditional trust. And I had conditions to my trust. Um, and there's a few verses that really helped me with impatience. Psalms 27, which is kind of what you were saying, Ledger, with the song, um, Wait on the Lord by, <clears throat> sorry, Wait on the Lord by Elevation and Maverick City. Um, a lot of it was taken from, like, that 
chapter. So I just kind of, after listening to it, listening to it, decided to read the verse. Um, and so this is Psalms 27, verse 14 in the Passion Translation. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting for he will never disappoint you. And I think what God showed me is that my impatience wasn't even impatience. It was fear. And so that verse about being brave and courageous and never lose hope, it was like, I'm not impatient because I'm impatient. I'm impatient because I'm afraid. It's like the more I see that I'm waiting, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, I'm scared you haven't heard me. I'm scared you're not going to answer. Um, and I really like this verse because it's talking about don't be impatient, but then you have that same, you know, theme of fear and being courageous there. And I also like that it says be entwined as one with the Lord. The closer you draw to God is the less that the enemy can bombard you with fear. You get to know God's heart. When you're entwined with the Lord, it's like you and him are buddy-buddy. Like, you know, you know his heart. You know what he says about you and you believe it. And I really like that verse. Um, and then I also like, again, it's another Psalms because David, you know, he's, I always say he's the Drake of the Bible. <laughs> he was just, you know, a man of so many feelings. Um, Psalms 40 verse 1 to 2 in the Passion Translation. I waited and waited and waited some more patiently. So no impatience there, you know, like he wasn't waiting like God, like I waited, 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 waited. But all the while I was patient, knowing God would come through for me. And I've just like been praying that God help me to wait and wait and wait some more and help me to be patient as I'm waiting, knowing that you'll come through for me. Then at last, he bent down and listened to my cry. He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. Now he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his descending path. I'm like, okay, God. I'm going to wait on you and I'm going to not be impatient and not have this impatience that's linked to fear. Help me to, it goes back to what you're saying. Help me to truly trust you. And that's been my prayer. Um, and then like, it's so funny because this, I wrote this literally, what day is it? Um, these were just the words I had typed in my notes. I guess they're lyrics, but it was from May 29th. Okay. Um, it says, I will wait for you in the silence you're speaking. When has impossible ever stopped you? And that goes, but I was like, I didn't even realize now, now that I'm reading it, it was the fear of God not doing what seemed possible. What? Sorry. It was the fear of God not doing what I wanted him to do and something that seemed impossible. Could God even do it? Um, I will not move from my planted posture for I know that you're working and you're making all things new. And it's so funny because at the beginning of the year, the word God gave me was planted and I was not expecting the year to pan out like this and, you know, the word to really have the meaning it does. Um, and then I went back to Psalms 27 and I will see the goodness of the Lord right here in my life, even while I wait, because sometimes we're like, yeah, I'll see God's goodness after I'm done waiting. But here while I wait, I'm going to see God's goodness. And it goes back to what you're saying in leisure. I've tasted your goodness. So I, because I've tasted your goodness, I can trust in your promise. And I know that I will taste your goodness even right here while I wait. So I don't know. I'm just like, okay, God, help me to be patient. Help me not to have fear and just wait well. Wow, that's all amazing, guys. I love that we're growing together, woman, girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take too long, but I just love that, I guess, the thread from everyone's own personal testimony is that there is an intentionality behind waiting. And it's the intentionality to be still and let go. And that lyric of that Maverick has, like, it's a, 
a choice to choose that I will wait and trust in your promise, knowing that I've experienced your goodness before. And so this is something that we intentionally have to practice every single day. Otherwise, we can really fall off. But uh, what I've overcome is, you know, like, it's amazing how I think for everyone, God has, like, in our waiting season shown us, like, an underlying thing. It's like, yeah, we don't trust you. Like, ultimately, when we're not waiting well, it's we don't trust God. But a lot of times, even the reason for that. And so for me, it's like, I... I'm the kind of person who's always wanting to do something as well. And not in the same way as Ari, but like, I always have like all these different ideas and I always want to act on them. It's like, this is the thing that I want to do. It's going to be great. It's going to be big. And God's like, no, 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 like stop. And that was, it's hard because like, but then he showed me why it's hard because I, I was placing my identity in that. I was placing, you know, who my worth in that and he's like that is not what you need to be doing right now and like you need to just solely find your identity and your worth in me and also I was not trusting because there's that underlying of not grasping and fully understanding the love of God for me like and not really believing that and taking that as my truth so those two things God has been teaching being able to um, overcoming that to me really and just trusting God to and just enjoying the little things honestly in this season I have been taking time just enjoying life breath being content in just having a relationship with God at the end of the day ever that's the only thing that matters and if my life is just a life that is just a relationship with God worshiping him if that's all that it comes to then that is enough and so that's where I'm at. Um, yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. But I close with Lamentations again. Be encouraged. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul who seeks him, it is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And salvation doesn't just mean like, you know, salvation in the sense of like be baptized and that kind of thing. But just his deliverance, his answer to your prayer. So he is good to those who wait for him. That's where I want to end. Yeah, any last words, guys? Amen. Amen. I will end with this. Um, that I don't. I don't even know if it's a quote or a saying, whatever. But waiting while in the middle is a posture of perseverance, and it's a doorway to God's best. And that's what I've been telling myself. You know, this is this right here is a posture of perseverance. And as I wait, it's a doorway to God's best. I don't know what the best looks like, but I'm, he's bettering me. I don't know what the end of the waiting is, but I know it will be God's best. Not necessarily man's best, but God's best. So that's just been encouraging to me. Any last words from our podcast babes? Only to say thank you for having us because um, yeah. it's been incredible to have another conversation with you guys. And I know I've been incredibly encouraged even just talking mm -hmm. here today. And yeah, it's an honor to be to be on here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us over. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, so thank much for you for us. allowing us to have this put this space because guys, what you don't know is they they split in. They really created the doorway for this to happen yes, so we are so grateful. Possible without them. yes we are so grateful that they heeded to the call <laughs> the still small boys 
Um, but yes, we are so excited and we won't say this is the last. This is the beginning of a very beautiful relationship and we're excited to see where everyone goes in the next year and what, where God takes each of us individually and as a podcast and two podcasts. So a two little pod, two little pieces of yes. the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now. Share <laughs> episodes with your friends, guys, if you yes. want us to meet up in person. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> and on that note, we will catch you in our next episode. And we hope that you were blessed. And bye, y'all. Bloom and grow, y'all. <laughs> Bloom and grow, y'all. Thank you.